Today's episode is brought to you by Canvas. Do you know how long it takes you to measure and model an as-built? Probably more time than you'd like. Canvas replaces hours of manual measuring with a few minutes of scanning with your iPhone or iPad. And Canvas eliminates the hours, if not days, of taking your measurements and turning them into a 3D as-built or 2D floor plan, all for pennies per square foot. You can try Canvas for free and download it at www.canvas.io and make sure to use promo code BF. That's www.canvas.io and promo code BF23. All right, now back to the show. Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here, we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. I'm Spencer Powell, and if you don't know me, I'm the CEO over at Builder Funnel. Our marketing agency helps remodeling companies and custom builders build sustainable, repeatable marketing systems that have generated well over $150 million in projects. This channel, Builder Funnel Radio, is where we share the tactics, the strategies, things that have worked for us in hopes that they will help you grow as well. And uh, as always, we appreciate if you hit subscribe or share this with a friend if you get some value out of it. Today's topic is CPL versus CPA. (laughs) So what does that mean? Basically, what what I want to talk about is cost per lead versus cost per acquisition. And this topic really was sparked by a couple of recent conversations I had with some raw modeling companies. And they were asking about, you know, if you're running like a Google campaign or a Facebook ads campaign, like what's a typical cost per lead? And it's an interesting question and it's an important number to know is what, you know, what is your cost per lead on, you know, your marketing spend and your marketing spend in different areas. Ideally, you would be able to look at, you know, hey, I spent, you know, 10 grand on, you know, two home shows and we got a hundred leads or or whatever out of those two shows, 50 leads per show. So if you take 10 grand, you divide it by a hundred leads, you've got a hundred dollars per lead. And so that's good to know. Then you run some Facebook ads and you're getting like $15 a lead. But really when you think about it, unless you know that those deals are, are closing and which of those deals are closing, the $15 per lead on Facebook may sound a lot sexier and it might sound a lot better, but maybe you landed two projects out of the home shows that were each 150 grand. So you landed $300,000 worth of revenue out of $10,000 in ad spend. And maybe the the Facebook ads resulted in zero. Again, these are just examples, but if you don't know your CPA, which is cost per acquisition, then you're missing a huge piece of information. And so I think really here, you know, the conversation that I was having with with these couple of individuals was just around, you know, yeah, we should we should be looking at cost per lead and we do want to run that, but we also want to take that final step of making sure that we're running cost per acquisition. And kind of as we talked a little bit further about that, then you kind of get into this this arena of trying to figure out like, well, what can you spend to acquire a customer? And so the answer I think is very different for every single company. And it's also very different for 
the stage that you're in. And so I wanted to take this topic of cost per lead, cost per acquisition, and take it one step further and talk about areas and stages of growth. Because one company may be able to spend, say, like twenty or thirty thousand dollars to to acquire one customer, but it depends on what their gross profit is on their projects, and it also depends on what phase of growth they're in. So let's walk through an example. Let's take a two point five million dollar remodeling company, and let's say they have a net profit of four percent. So that's a hundred grand. Now they're trying to grow to 3 million. So they want to add $500,000 of additional revenue. They typically do two and a half on word of mouth referral. They kind of, that's pretty predictable and steady, but they're saying, hey, we really want to get to the next level. So they want to get to three. And then now we know a couple of pieces of information. So we, we know their, their differential is 500 grand. We need to add that. And then their gross profit is 35%. So if they were to add 500 grand in revenue, they would clear 175 grand in gross profit. There's a lot of numbers. Stick with me. I think it'll be worth it. So in this scenario with this particular company, they don't need to add any more overhead to deliver on that extra 500,000. And so for them, all of that gross profit becomes net profit. And so you take that 175 grand and you add it to the bottom line and they just raise their net profit from 4% to 9% by adding 500,000 or an additional 175 in gross profit. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Now, let's go back to cost per lead, cost per acquisition. If you're in a spot where you're saying, we've got some excess capacity, we could handle two or three more large projects to get to that 500 grand. Say it's, you know, 160, 170 grand per project on average, three more projects, we'll say, that's what we need to get to our $3 million goal. What would you be willing to spend to add an additional 175 in gross profit, which then again becomes net profit because you don't need to add any additional overhead. You're basically just looking at what do I need to spend in marketing to get to that? And so would you spend 75 grand over the course of a year? Would you spend 100 grand to clear 175? 
Like those are questions that you would need to decide, you know, is it worth the extra time and effort to, to clear the additional 75 if you spend a hundred grand on marketing? And in this case, I would probably argue that in most instances it would be, especially if your net profit was a hundred and then you added 175 in gross profit, then net profit. And then you spent a hundred of that on marketing and you cleared an additional 75, that almost doubles your net profit or your dollars in terms of net profit dollars, not percentage because your company grew. But that's what, what I mean when it matters what stage of company you're in and what stage of growth. Because if you have a little excess capacity and, and you really need to push your revenue up just to fill your capacity, typically all of that gross profit is net profit. But then you hit different stages of growth where you're saying, well, we need to add, you know, another, you know, person in the office, or we need to add a salesperson, or we need to add, you know, another project manager or something like that, where you're saying, and then you're going to have to load that person up. And so when you look at it that way, then you're going to, your numbers will be totally different. Right. And so I think this exercise is a really good one because it helps you think through where you are currently at and where you're trying to go. And what are those levers you can pull? And in this scenario, if you've got excess capacity, you can pull pretty aggressively on the marketing side to say, hey, if we can if we can jump our, our revenue up just a little bit and land a few more projects, we've actually got a lot of breathing room here to spend. Whereas if you're like, man, as soon as we get one more project, we need to add you know, another, you know, somebody else into overhead, or we're going to have this additional person on payroll or, you know, whatever it is, then you may not be as willing to spend on marketing and sales efforts to, to bring that in. You may try to do it a little more organically or, or bootstrap it a little bit, or you might say, we need to get really aggressive because as soon as we add this, we really need to load this person up. So anyway, I think it's, it's interesting to really kind of break down some of the numbers, look at your cost per lead, but look at your cost per acquisition. And then at varying stages of your growth, you may say, gosh, I'm willing to spend, you know, like in this scenario, you would have been willing to spend about 30 grand to acquire a customer if we just ballpark that that project at 175. But that was because all the, we were clearing almost all the gross profit into net profit. But in other scenarios, you may not be willing to spend as much to acquire those customers. You may want to spend a lot less. It might be, you know, three grand or five grand or and a lot of it depends on your average project size too. So that's why I think when when a lot of these numbers get thrown out by different gurus or experts, like there's all these like standards. And I think those are helpful for benchmarking and, and kind of looking to see like, how do I compare? How am I doing? But every company is different in terms of the projects that they have, their average project size, their gross profit, but also the stage of growth they're in, the amount of overhead they have, like all of those things matter as well. And so Hopefully this little, you know, mental exercise was helpful in terms of just like thinking through where you're at and and maybe, you know, resetting how you might approach some of your targets for this year and how you might be able to get there a little more efficiently or effectively. So hope it was helpful. Again, if you if you thought it was, got some value out of this, we'd really appreciate you sharing the show, passing it to a friend or a colleague. And with that being said, we will see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. 
Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.